for you and it is good because there's good in the midst. We're going to talk about peace in the midst of real problems. Uh, You know, we have real problems right now as I'm talking, uh, you know, war is breaking out in the Ukraine. That's a real problem, right? And uh, it's, 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 um, and there's a lot of threats, a lot of implications. Of course, the news media is having a heyday, Um, you know, uh, we could get apocalyptic in our own minds if we let ourselves do that. Um, and actually if we were getting apocalyptic, it would be really good because, uh, the apocalypse is the unveiling of Christ. Just so you know, is the book of Revelation. So it's called the unveiling or revealing. Uh, so that would actually be a good thing. But I'm using it in terms of the kind of pop culture thing, end of times, all of that. Um, there's a shaking and it's scary. It is scary. People really are getting killed. Um, it is, you know, it's not like danger. It's just, it's just all in your mind. No, it's just very real danger. And, uh, you know, we have to have, uh, mindsets and strategies. And, um, and, uh, the ability to, um, to, to cope and understand and transcend in the midst of very real problems. Because, you know, we have very real problems. Uh, we had very real problems before COVID. We had very real problems, uh, before, um, you know, massive inflation and pick a card, any card, right? Um, uh, collectively, um, and individually. And so there, there's got to be a strategy. Uh, there's got to be a way out. Uh, you know, otherwise, honestly, Jesus is irrelevant and he's the most relevant and we get to partake of that. So, um, Jesus himself was very clear eyed about it. He didn't, uh, he didn't make any bones about it. Uh, John 16, 33, New American Standard. He said, um, these things I've spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. So, so the word tribulation is a big word. Uh, the tribulum was the stone that crushed the wheat. And so he's saying in this, in this world, you will be crushed. Okay. Does anybody feel the crushing? Does anybody feel the heaviness? Uh, does anybody feel the weightiness? Uh, this is, you know, uh, this is not ha ha ha. This is a big deal. The nuances, it's from the word thalipsis. Um, nuances include a pressing, pressure, oppression, affliction, anguish, distress, straits. Okay, so this is it. Uh, so, you know, some of us, including myself, uh, we were very naive when we, uh, first became a believer, however you want to, uh, word that. And we thought, man, if we could just get our faith lined up, we were just gonna, it's gonna be smooth. Well, ding to ding ding. That is not the promise. Uh, we're actually promised that stuff is gonna happen. 
the stuff is going to hit the fan. It's going to splatter all over the room. It's going to splatter on you. It's just going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be stinky. In that, um, uh, he has overcome the, the, the world. And, you know, Christ, the word made flesh, uh, God made flesh, is very much touched by the feelings of our infirmities, right? That's Hebrews 14, 15. He is there to meet you in your darkness, in your pain, in your crushing, in your affliction, in your straits, in your depression, in your despondency, in your hopelessness. Pick a card, any card. That's exactly what he did. If Jesus Christ uh, rose from the dead, he rose from the depths of hell. That's deeper than your felt hell. But hell is the thing. And so this is God, God's got to be deeper with that to speak to it. Otherwise, we're just, I, I don't know what we're doing. We're just playing around, right? But I love this. Okay, let's go back to this verse. Um, John 16, 33. I love what it's sandwiched. So you have tribulation. That's like, yeah, that's a heavy duty, crushing word. But then it's sandwiched between uh, these things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. So the, the disciples here talk about a, a, a tribulation. Um, I mean, when you've got crucifixes all over the place and dead bodies hanging, and then Christ, their follower, is one of those, right? So you've got shame and just disillusionment. And then you've got to worry, run for your life because of your association. Uh, he's preparing them for tribulation, Right. This is a big deal, but it says in me, you may have peace. And that is the thing. It's in him. We have peace. And this is not a flippy dippy. This is not a, this is a very deep and very deep on one hand, because it goes to the depths below the hell that you're experiencing. And it's very solid. And then it's very transcendent at the same time, right? So in me, you may have peace. So this is, this is an invitation. You know what? If you may have peace, that means there is a way to get there from here. Whatever your, 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 your health crisis, your marriage crisis, your kid crisis, your emotional crisis, your financial crisis, pick a card, any card. Um, in me, you may have peace. So that's one part of the sandwich. The second part of, 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 uh, the sandwiches take courage. I have overcome the world. So you can take courage. We need courage. We need, it's like encouragement, right? Oh my God, this is bad. And then this is so bad. And this is so much worse. We need to be encouraged, right? Infused with courage because he is overcome. So because he is overcome, you can overcome. Okay. So let's, let's unpack this a little more here. Um, uh, so, you know, in, I was, I was talking to the Lord, obviously about this, this issue, this, oh my God, we're in war. Uh, you know, it's just a big deal. And then it, it just looks worse. And then the ramifications can be worse and we could just go all sorts of places. Um, and I just heard the Lord say peace in the midst. So that's what, um, he was ministering to me, wanted to minister to me. And then, yay, I get to minister to you. So we get peace in the midst, midst of hell on earth. Listen, if you're getting rockets uh, and people are dying and all that kind of stuff, it is hell in the midst. But I guarantee you there's some hell going on in your life. Um, 
and uh, you get to have peace in the midst as part of your transcendent victory. So uh, he took me to Mark 4, and that's where I'm going to take you. Um, and we're going to be reading all of these in the Passion Translation. If you go to verse 37. Okay, so this is what's hitting. Jesus had just said to the disciples, let's go to the other side. They're going to go over to the Gadarenes, right, where this demoniac uh, with a, 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 like thousands of demons, however you want to say that, either uh, literally or allegorically, it's like, you know, whatever it is, uh, this is pertinent. Um, so they were getting ready to go there. So there was a bunch of mess, okay, coming. And these are seasoned fishermen, uh, many of them, not all of them. And it says, suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious storm arose with violent winds and waves that were crashing until the uh, into the boat until it was nearly swamped. Okay, so I, I want you to hear the verbiage because I, I want you to think, okay, so what's in my life that boom, broadsided me suddenly, right? A ferocious storm, violent, the lots of violence going on, winds and waves that are tossing you to and fro, crashing into the boat until you're nearly swamped. We are going down. Okay. I want you to, to in just experientially in your heart, connect with something that feels like that. Okay. Because that's where he wants to minister his peace. Okay. Um, uh, Brian Simmons comments, the gale of the wind and ferocious tempest was demonic in nature. As Jesus was about to confront a powerful principality, we, we just spoke on that. But I love this. It says Jesus would not have rebuked the storm if it was from God. So guess what? That crap you're dealing with, <laughs> it's not from God, but he will use it to conform you, upgrade you, and tran- help you transcend. Um the devil, whoever you say that is, allegorical, literal, knew that if Jesus crossed to the other side, he would cast out the demon horde that had long terrorized the entire region. So there's demonic crap wherever you source it, however you define it, okay? Terrorizing humanity. There are areas in your life that are, um, are can be terrorized. And I hear this all the time. You know, maybe there's nothing even going on, but people are having panic attacks. They're depressed. They're tormented. They're condemned. Pick a card, any card. Okay. So this was, G- I love this. This was Jesus's posture in Mark uh, uh, 438. <laughs> this is great. Um, Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on a cushion. So here's Jesus. His words in that are calmly sleeping and resting. Okay. Everyone else are running around with chickens with their head cut off, right? Like their hair's on fire. And the disciples' reaction, they are freaking out. Okay. Let me just ask you, are there areas in your life where the freak out, you're just having to really work through freak out or you're just freaking out or someone you know is freaking out? I'm telling you, humanity is freaking out, right? They shook him awake. Teacher, don't you even care that we are all about to die? (laughs) Sorry, did I scare anybody? (laughs) But I want us to like really like resonate with that. It's like, oh my God, we're going to die. We got the cancer diagnosis. We've got shells going off. Uh, the, The economy, I'm about ready to be thrown out of my apartment, my house. 
pick a card, any card, right? In their minds, Jesus clearly needed to be appraised of the critical danger. It's like, you're not getting it, right? And then comes the accusation in the area of critical danger, in the area of bad to worse, in the area of I can't handle it anymore, okay, comes the accusation. Don't you even care? Now, let's just be honest. I know we're all good little Christians. Okay, you are. You're good. You're not little. And you. And I hope you're a follower of Christ in uh, however you identify yourself, okay? But in that, I mean, how many of you are like, you know, you, you've been hurt for so long. The answer's taking so long in coming. You think it's as bad as it could possibly be, and it keeps on getting worse. And then they're dogpiled with one thing, and you're and you're saying, God, don't you even care? You must not care. You let this happen. You let my child be raped. You let my uh, business of 30 years uh, just be smashed to smithereenies. And pick a card, any card, right? And so there's, don't you even care? Because it doesn't feel like he cares because it doesn't feel like he's there. Or if he's there, he's not doing anything, right? Okay, so this is freak out mode. And, you know, if you think of you're in that kind of thing, man, you are bewildered. You are perplexed. Your palms are sweaty. You're, you've got that sick feeling in your stomach. You're panicking. Your breath, you're just, this is life and death. Okay. So in that place, and however you're tracking with that, let's just get some help. Yay. Okay. Um, uh, Mark 439, uh, this is for B, the second part of the verse through 40. It continues. This is Jesus's response. Fully awake. (laughs) Okay. I just have to pause there for a second. Um, In the midst of your calamity, in the midst of your tribulation, in the midst of your um, uh, just freak out, in the midst of all hell is breaking loose, okay? God is fully awake. Um, and just reminding you, because sometimes it feels like, wake up, Jesus, right? Okay. <laughs> like, probably knows better than we do. Um, and then he rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea. Okay, so Yay. He's doing something. He's doing something in the circumstance. Hush, be still. All at once, the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Okay, let me just point out something to you. Well, there's a, there's a couple things. <laughs> but let me but let me just continue. How's that? Um, the water became perfectly calm because Jesus inside was perfectly calm. You see, he was relating with his father. And there was the commandment. I only do what I see the father doing, right? So there is the commandment. We're going to the other side. Let's go to the other side. So there is a commandment to go to the other side. God's not going to send you to the other side um, so you can drown in the midst. Okay? Um, It may be rocky. It may be bumpy. um, But you're not going to drown. And so he was tracking with his father, the perfect calmness on the inside of tracking with his father, the, 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 well, he's the Prince of Peace, but, but that's, you know, he's the express image of the father, right? That, that kingdom of peace, that fruit of his union with his spirit, you have to understand, um, God travels in a pack, right? Um, comes up from the inside and overmasters 
whatever is rebellious against that perfect calm. Um, hush, be still. I have a hard time actually saying hush, be still. That just doesn't sound like hush. <laughs> I think it, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but here's the wind howling. Okay. And you're hushing it. Um, I love the footnotes. It says in the Aramaic. Oh, this is good. You ready? Uh, Jesus spoke. It is peace. Submit to the will of God. Right? Submit to the will of God. The will of God is peace. We're getting on the other side. You will submit. You will bow to the God of peace. Okay? Happily. <laughs> um you know, Jesus, um, Jesus spoke to it and there was perfect calm. Okay. Then, then, okay. So, you know, the circumstances will be taken care of. Let, let me just, let me just ask you something. What have you gotten through already that should have flat out taken you out? Just taken you out. You should be dead. You should be insane. You should be um, a crack addict. You should be postal. You should be in a mental institution. You should be on the streets. What should have taken you out? But like, I'm here. <laughs> Let me just remind you, the same God that got you through that will get you through whatever you're getting through. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Jesus, anyway, verse 40, he turns to the crux of the, the problem. I love it. This is so good. Like Jesus, he's, he's like so kind and sweet and tender. And then he calls us out on our crap. <laughs> love it. So perfect. Okay. Then he turned to his disciples. So he just spoke to the winds and waves. You will obey. Okay. Now he's turning to his disciples <laughs> and said to them, why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? How many of you, uh, I, I know you guys know this, these verses, okay? Um, if you've been a believer for any period of time in the Bible. Um, uh, but how, how many of you learned that it was all about faith? Like, how come you have no faith? Okay, I'm not sure I'd be having faith, <laughs> to be quite frank with you. I don't know. It just, um, but he goes to the the, the crux because we make it about faith and we make it about belief. And that's not necessarily wrong, but there's a deeper, 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 deeper guttural issue in our relationship with God. And that is, do we trust God? And I, and let me just help you be honest. <laughs> you can't get ministry for stuff that you're like, I'm good. No, you're really not. We got to go to the places where we have crap. We got to go to the places where we're not performing like a Christian. You know, we're not, we're not doing well. We are not the poster child. Okay. <laughs> okay. We all have places. We're all growing in our trust. You know, we've had a lifetime of crap. I mean, if you haven't had crap in your life, well, come find me. <laughs> Because I think you're the one human exception. Okay. Crap, right? Of one, you know, and let's not sugarcoat it. Um, you know, um, one of the things I get irritated at is when I'm asking people how they're doing and they're like, I'm blessed. Well, yeah, you are. 
Okay, but quit confessing and tell me how you really are. Now, now, if you're actually rejoicing in a blessing, it's like, yeah, let's rejoice. But a lot of times people just put up face like, you know, I, I'm not interested in your mask. I'm actually interested in you. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm not interested. I mean, this is a casual conversation. This is not the time to break. I mean, if it is the time to break down, then maybe it is. But like to, you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, we have to be kind of socially appropriate because I'm not really here to handle all these problems. But if you're struggling, I really care. I'm not just asking you because I want you. Here's my mask. Okay. Um, but they're all places where we're struggling to trust. That is our pain point. That is our pain point. When humanity fell, you know what? They lost their trust of this one. Suddenly, the one who was everything who was a source of all good, a source of all pleasure, source of all safety, source of all life. Like there was no hint of death. There was nothing. Now I'm hiding from him. I'm ashamed. I'm fearful. And I don't trust him anymore. Right? Um, I've, now I see him through the lens of distrust. And we've gotten from bad to worse. Right? So... It's this thing where, where it's about faith and it's not even, even greater than belief because all those things can be really mental, can be really performance based, but trusting is not a performance. That's like a, a guttural heart issue, right? Um, and so, um, trust is simply about relationship. When I know you and you've shown me a track record of, yeah, I've shared this vulnerable place here. And yeah, you're trustworthy. You didn't gossip. I've shared this vulnerable, my, my, my underbelly, my vulnerable underbelly. And you were like, yeah, I'll, I'll protect you when you've helped me in my pain. When I've shared something that I'm really struggling with that I'm, I'm really feeling condemned about or shame about. And you've been like, oh, honey, that's, you know, let me just help you with that, right? Instead of shaming me or condemning me. Um, when you've been a source of comfort and peace, uh, when you've loved me, when I've been ugly, I learned to trust you as a human being. But let me just say this. Um, this is about trusting God. And it's not about your performance, it's about where you are in your relationship. So there are things that need to be healed and where my trust has been violated. My little trust organ um, may have a hard time trusting anybody, especially God. Like you were there, like, okay, didn't feel like you were there. And when you were there, it felt like you did nothing. Why? Because they still died, right? Why? Because they still got raped. Why? Because I still got raped. Why? Because um, my business still went down. I mean, pick a card, any card, right? Um, and so this is not about being condemned that you're not trusting. It's saying, this is your felt need and you need help to trust. Okay. And that's what God does to humanity. He's constantly coming to the heart of the matter and helping us in our felt need. Because if you trust God, I don't know how this is going to work out, but it's going to be okay. That's what you need. In freak out moment, like, I don't know how it's going to work out. There is nothing I can see externally. We're just going down externally, but I trust you. So one or the other, we're getting over to the other side. Now, it may not be pretty. <laughs> it may be, wow, we are, you know, we barely made it. We're like wet rats now. Um, but um, 
we're making it over because you are trustworthy. Not because I'm being a good little Christian, but because I know you. This is the place of intimacy. Um, so there's something that you're going through now that, um, that God wants to minister you to that you're, you're tormented, um, you're, um, you're tossed to and fro. Um, maybe you're just flat on your back. Maybe there's, I can't take one more thing. Um, there's something, um, or there's maybe a long standing thing and, you know, you look good, you smell good, you're whatever. Um, but this one area is just a continual source of pain. Um, and God wants to help you um, in, um, in, this, in this place of not trusting. So I'm, I'm going to have you close your eyes. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Okay. Um, but let me pray over you. Jesus, uh, in the place where this is about trusting you, this is about heart to heart. Um, take your son and daughter to a place, a pain point in their life that needs ministry, that you want to minister, um, where they're having tribulation and you want to show them that in, in, in you, they can have peace and in you, they can overcome. Okay. Because you overcame. So just connect with that. Allow your heart to do that. This is a heart issue. It's not a brain issue. It's a heart issue. Okay. Um, so, uh, so Papa Jesus, Holy Spirit, in the place where that pain point is being allowed to surface, it's a safe place to surface. It's coming up to be ministered to. Um, Jesus, show your son, show your daughter where you were. Even if it's just a sense of your presence, um, just, just let him minister that to you. You know, some of you are, see pictures, some of you hear something internally, some of you it's just a knowing in your knower, some of you it's, it's an emotional heart to heart, some of you it's, it's, it's a God thought, so poof, right? That carries a weight that it wouldn't have carried otherwise, right? Um, uh, let, let that come up, okay? Um, so, um, so Jesus in that place where you're there for them, and maybe this was a place, a, a traumatic memory, and it really went every bit as bad and worse than they want to even recognize, right? In that place where you're there, um, is there anything you want them to know and to see what he shows you? She sees what he shows you. If, if the issue is, I can't see you there at all, okay. Um, we're all blind some places, okay? That's our problem as humanity, no condemnation. For those of you who, um, I can't see you at all, um, Jesus, minister presence. Minister you. You are everywhere. Even if I make my bed in the midst of hell, even you are there. Um, for those of you who have already tracked with that, what is the, um, what do you want them to know in the place of their pain, the place of their, I can't see anything. Um, there's no solution. I'm in a hard spot in a rock and I'm being crushed in between. What do you want them to know? And let him uh, just take some time with that. Okay. 
Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is a really good question. As you're lingering there, as you're lingering there, Jesus, the one in you, they can have peace. That in you, they can be encouraged. They can cheer up if they're depressed. Uh, they can they can have life and courage infused in them because you've overcome. What are you for your son and daughter now that you may not have had access to be back then? What are you for your son and daughter now? I'm just going to pray. Papa Jesus, Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you're continually leading us into the knowledge of you. That in you we live and move and have our being. That as we're remaining in you, we bear much fruit. And that fruit is such peace. That they can have peace. Even where you don't have the answers, you can have peace as he works out the answer in that. You know, if these are places of real trauma, you'll probably need to go back many times if you need professional help. Oh my God, just go get it. What are you waiting for? Quit waiting. <clears throat> You've got the rest of your life to enjoy the fruits of the work that you do to shore up the, the, the trauma, the pain, the, I, I just can't get over this. Um, God doesn't want you to limp through life. He wants you to um, to deal with sources of pain so you can just be free. You may know the truth, but if it's not in your heart, if it's not in your subconscious, you are not free. You are in bondage. And this is not life more abundant to the full till it overflows. And sometimes uh, you and Jesus aren't going to, just by yourself, it's not going to cut it. You're always going to need him. But sometimes you need Jesus through someone else or multiple other people. That's why we listen to teachings. Isn't that right? <laughs> um, and and everything else. Um, get that. Jesus, what are you now that maybe you couldn't be in the past? Let the Lord minister. That is a good, good question. That God is something now that maybe you couldn't track with earlier. You've been growing um, you have some traction with him. If you've been walking with, with Christ, you have some traction with him. And then he wants to upgrade you uh, with who uh, he is in the midst of your freak out. There is peace in the midst of hell. If I make my bed in the midst of hell, even you are there. He's there. And he's there to transform that hellish experience because pfft, what is hell with Jesus present? It's absolutely nothing, right? right? Awesome. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Share this with someone. I know people are freaking out about the war. Uh, they're freaking out about a lot of things. And you know what? We can have peace. And you can be that for someone else, but you need to be that with Jesus for yourself first and out of that abundance minister. Anyway, I love you guys. Um, thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.